came a long way. That's what the song said. And I could do all things. I could do all things. Yeah, I could do all things. Yeah, yeah. We came a long way. That's what the song said. And I could do all Hey, what's up? What's going on? And welcome to the Be Real Podcast, where we keep it real on social issues, history, news, faith, and everything in between. It's your one-stop podcast with thought-provoking talk and real content. Now, it's time to get real with your host, Brandon Mosley. What's up? You know I'm going to tell you. Swag out. Do all things. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. That's what the songs say. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. You came too far. You can do all things. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, everyone? It's a pleasure to be with you once again. It's a beautiful day. Uh, There's no bad days, only bad moments, and you get to decide from there. So I'm just happy to be with you guys. Thank you once again for tuning in. Also, quick announcement. If you tuned in on the War on Drugs episode, if you listen, happen to listen to it before or by Monday, the first day out, um, there's a chance that you listen to the wrong audio. It had this, the the episode prior audio and my um, host had to help me fix it. So we fixed it. Everything was good by the by, I believe, either Monday evening or Tuesday morning. I can't recall. But go back and, and, and double check and take a listen for me anyways. Also, if you enjoy if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and five star wherever you're looking, wherever you're listening. And also, please, please write a review and share. Let your friends know where you're getting your podcast fix because um. You guys are listening. I'm seeing the numbers, and I appreciate those numbers and appreciate the people who are listening um, out there all throughout the uh, nation and also across the the world. So that that's amazing, and, and it's very much humbling. But we have a great episode for you. This is a bonus episode. It's not tied to one of the seasons. We're going to be starting second season next week. But this episode is about the 90s, and me and my best friend, my like a brother to me, David Peelford, we're going to be listening or looking at... Um, television and film from the 90s uh, of course we can't hit them all like we really wanted to but we hit a few and kind of um, talk about them I had a good time so this one is for fun I know so much is going on in the world and one thing we all like to do is look back um, in the past and be very nostalgic because um, it brings it brings joy so that's what this episode is all about so I won't hold you guys up too much I, I don't have a story because me and him tell so many stories together during this episode so please enjoy and uh yeah here it goes all right guys we got a special guest like I told you um this guy has been my friend since man third grade um this is my ace um, he looks like he's fresh out of prison right now. No haircut. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's my guy. Uh, I'm just going to call him David D. I'm not going to give him his whole uh, government. It will be on the uh, podcast probably anyways. So, yeah, I'm going to give him the whole gov. David, pure for it. What's happening, man? What's, what's, hey, what's going on, B? What's happening, man? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm blessed. I can't call it, man. So uh, you ready to have this conversation, man? Let's get into it. Let's get into hey, it. Hey, first, let's let's tell them how we met, man. So, me me and David, um, and this is a David that's the, for the, from the infamous um, field trip that gave me the alley oop for the girl, and we'll, you know it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about how he played me at the end. But uh, <laughs> we met, man. We was in. The, we went to the same barbershop, the Comfort Station in Marin Valley, and um, yes, sir. 
we met at, a, at the conference station and at the liquor store, I, I was talking to him. I, I can't give you the whole details on yeah. the conversation <laughs> you had, but I was trying to show him some stuff, you know, trying to put him up on some game. And, yeah, trying um, to put me on something new. Yeah, of course. That's what I do. And um, crazy thing, the, the crazy thing, David, is um, we didn't really know each other at all. Then the next following year, we would see each other at the barbershop all the time and say, what's up? The next following year, he started going to the same elementary school. And Dave, what was that elementary school? You remember, man? Oh, yeah, Mountain View. No, that's the middle school, man. Butterfield, oh, oh, man. Butterfield, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Butterfield, man. I'm man. Getting, hey, they was right next door to each other, bro. You know how it goes. Man, they was a cool mile, two miles away. But it's cool. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we went to Butterfield. We, we uh, from fourth grade all the way up to, like, Ninth grade, we went to the same schools. Then I went yeah. to another school. Um, but we, we always stayed connected. He moved to Texas. We still stayed connected. Um, yeah. He's always we yeah. were supposed to move, we were supposed to move in together. Uh, and uh, when I was uh, in college, man, he breaking that up. I, you know, I had some stuff going at that time. B. I I'm not gonna go too going. deep into it. I'm just saying that we were looking for an apartment, y'all. And, um, and I flaked on. I flaked on B, let me man. Finish. I flaked on him, man. No, don't even try. Don't even try to overtalk this one. Like, let me tell y'all before we get into the conversation. Let me tell you what this man did, bro. So oh, I found the place. We found a place in Long Beach, right? It was low key the hood, the area we found. And um, pretty much. <laughs> and Dave was gonna sleep in the living room, and I was gonna have the bat the bedroom. I was gonna pay more though. So we had it all set up. And we went to like 10 different places. We was just like driving back and forth that summer everywhere trying to, you know. And um, all right. Now, I mind like, you, before he goes on, I was, I was trying to remain in California. I was in between moving from California to Texas with my parents because, you know, they found a house out there and whatnot. So it was, you know, my first time being on my own. So it was conflicting. Like, ah, do I make this move? I really wanted to stay. But you go ahead, Brad. Go ahead, Brad. So... We found the place, and bro, was like, I put the application in. I'm going to put it in my name, mind you, right? And um, we just had to put down, you know, we had to just put the money, um, some money down for it, what have you. And I was like, okay, let me let me call, let me call and make sure we all good before I do this. I called, the phone kept ringing, then it kept going to voicemail, over and over and over again. Then I called his girl, and I was like. That that's your girl right now, right? Same girl, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I called her that's and I crazy. was like, I was like, hey, um, where's David? Right? <laughs> her reply is, oh, David's on a flight back home. I said, what? <laughs> so that's what he did to me. But it's cool. We 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 outlived that. That's oh, what fr- that's what happens. We like we more brothers and friends. But uh, we grew up yeah. together in the nineties, and that's why we want to have this conversation um, yeah. about movies and TV. We'll have we'll have different conversations, but this one's going to be about the movies and TV. Um, but man, in the nineties, just felt different. Um, growing up in the nineties, as as David could contest, it was just like once you was gone and you're on the bike, there was no cell phone for your parents to connect with you, and you had to be outside all day. You had to have fun, and you just made memories. You didn't take pictures; you made memories. And if you did take pictures, I would never get those things developed because my mom and dad would <laughs> right. pay for it. So right, I, right. I had heck of cameras just chilling like, oh, nah, man, I wish I could see what see what they look like. And you couldn't, you know, you had a, you could see the pictures now if you take them on your phone. Man, you just hope the pictures came out right. And they normally didn't, bro. Right. It was bad. Right. So Because, you know, I kept a few. 
I know, I know. You actually, David has, yeah, David has some pictures. He actually had him develop. He was, he was a spoiled kid, so he got stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> he was the only boy, so he got stuff like that developed. Me, I just, I was just like, man, let me, have, let me just put this on the side. This ain't never gonna get developed. So, um, yeah, he has some pictures. So keep those pictures to yourself, David. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do. So me and David used to be out all day playing basketball, drinking water from the water hose. Um, you know, play fighting Sitting on the green. Sitting all on the that. green box, all, all that, man. Hey, man. All so, day. When I think of the '90s, the first thing I wanted to have our conversation on was about movies and TVs. And like David, I remember, man, going to Blockbuster and just right. Wow, like, and that was like a, a field trip. Remember <laughs> that, bro? And you yes, see that sir. blue yes, with sir. the yellow writing, man. Blue with the yes. yellow writing, and um, and the little specials they had on the movies and games, man. Exactly. So if, if your parents took you, it's going to be something big. So my question, bro, right. for us to start it off was like, what was you what was you trying to grab back then? What movies were you grabbing? Man, at Blockbuster, I'm grabbing the house parties. Um, what what else? Class act. Hold Man, on, hold all- on. Hold on, you you pulling that that young people letting you okay, okay. Well, I had older sisters, you know. I, I, I my older sisters put me up on game, you know what I'm saying? For, from movies to to music. So I kind of just fell into to whatever they was watching, I was watching. So just real quick on the class act, our it's funny, we decided to use the image for this episode as a class act. And I remember, bro, house party right. class act, just like you had older brothers and sisters, and like, you know, back in the 90s, you'll watch stuff and know you ain't supposed to say it. So you you see them curse and right, do something, right. you wasn't gonna repeat that. But man, house right. party class act was just like really bringing hip hop to the mainstream you know what i mean and right, that re- right, that really right. did that and broke stars like martin you know what i mean and martin and I, uh, man i think it, she- it had a couple people I, I, what class act had tommy in there yeah martin yeah you know um it had a number of people um i think the biggest thing for me is like growing up i wanted to have a house party like that man i mean right. like yeah like not not no like you know nothing crazy but just all your friends and just having a, a really good time with your parents are out of town. I think that was a great part. I would pick up, man, some of the stuff I would pick up. I mean, what about, man, don't forget about, like, Goodfellas Casino, Clueless, man. Oh, yeah. Clu- Clu- now, Clueless, bruh, Clueless, that was, like, one of the funniest movies I've seen at that time. I mean, at a young age, it was like they didn't know what was going on. She didn't know what was going on. And I really fell in love with Stacey Dash. What do you mean? Who, bruh, who did bruh. it? <laughs> Dash, bruh. Like, come on, man. And and she she still looks the same. Yeah, but she's just a little, yeah. She's a little a off, little, man. You know, a little off. A little off. Yeah. A little ditzy, but you know. Yeah. You and know. for me, man, don't don't forget, I'm sorry, don't forget uh Jurassic Park, man, Titanic. American Pie and those three movies really stick out to me because like I didn't go like to the movie theater with my like dad a whole bunch because he always he, he worked a lot man so I, I when I would go man I, I'll cherish those little moments you know what I mean going to the theater so I remember going to Jurassic Park was me my brothers and my older cousins with my uncle and we, we stopped at this burger place that had humongous burgers and whoever could eat the biggest burger would get a free get, or get like a hundred dollars or something crazy. I just, I remember that. I remember being like super scared of the dinosaurs. I'm like six years old at this point. Titanic, when it came out, remember people went to go see Titanic like a hundred times, bro. Bro. And I don't see how they did that. I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but that was a long movie, bro. 
to be honest with you, I've seen that movie in the totality once, bro. All the other times I've seen, I probably see the movie together like ten times, but I see like right. forty minutes here, then like oh, I'm good. Then twenty minutes right. here, I'm like oh, I'm good. But the whole <laughs> movie, you said <sitting> <laughs> one time. <laughs> And people really were sitting there. I remember watching on like E or Hollywood Access. Like we saw it six times. Like bro, in the back of the day, I'm thinking that's a lot of money. They taking their whole family yeah. to see the movie six times. Like yeah, why do I need to see that movie six times? I don't like. For real. I don't like. Know. I get it, but I mean, you know, they Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio broke in that movie. You know. Yeah, that's it was, true. It was a good movie. It was a, it was a very good movie, but I just couldn't sit through it that many times. But definitely a classic. I think another Halloween classic that has to be mentioned for the 90s, and it didn't even come out, um, I would say, it didn't even come out in October, though. That's the crazy thing. Uh, Hocus Pocus, bro. And that's wow. like... All with the with the three witches? Oh, man. Like, man. I, I watched that. I have that movie on, on Blu-ray and on digital. Uh-huh. I, I watch that movie every October, no matter what. Maybe like two times. Now, is that considered a, a musical because all of the songs they had in it? No, nah, I don't think that's a musical, bro. That baby got like about three songs. Bro, I'm just saying, bro. Like, it was a lot of songs in there. You Put a Spell on Me was a good one, though. I remember that. I remember that one, like, well. Like, that movie stood out to me, man. They got three songs and he said, is it a musical? No. <laughs> I can't do musicals, though. I can't do musicals. You can't. You haven't done Hamilton. You haven't seen Hamilton. No, I haven't done Ham. Bro, you remember when Beyonce came out with her little musical, Carmen? What music? Carmen? Oh uh, no, nah, bro, that's yeah. a no go. All of them, I can't do them, bro. The new stuff. If you, if you if you watch Hamilton, get yourself a Disney Plus subscription and okay. go ahead and watch Hamilton. It, I said the same thing. You watch Hamilton, it will change your life. But that's a different conversation. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like five different like films we me and you talked about that we really wanted to talk about. Right. And uh first one is Home Alone, one and two. And I wanna um real quick play for you, man. Um I want us to talk about the clip, so let me play it real quick. Sir, I have your pizza. Leave it on that doorstep and get the hell out of here. Okay. Um, well, what about the money? What money? Well, you'd have to pay for your pizza, sir. That effect. How much do I owe you? Uh, that'll be eleven eighty, sir. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Cheapskate. Hey, I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten.
lovely cheese pizza just for me. Hey, what type of sound system did bro have? <laughs> Man, for real. Did he have some bows or something? Bro. Um, he must have had bows, bro. Because he had, he had the pizza delivery dude running for his life right there. But it's like, as a kid, you don't realize, like, that that can't be real. But think about it, bro. The funny thing is, when the pizza guy, delivery guy, like, pulled up, he hit their, their <laughs> statue. And he was like, oh, let me pick it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they not going to notice. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like you keep, like, where on, you going? And, you know, he probably, like, some 16, 17-year-old kid. He go around back, and bros is dummy disrespectful. Like, just keep the change, you filthy animal. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he call him a cheesecake, though. He gonna call yeah. him a cheesecake. But but the little man was super smart, man, in that movie, man. He had me doing all type of little mischievous stuff around the house, bro. Like, like for instance, man, uh, I used to try to catch my dad walking down the hallway, right? So I would like, you know, open one door of the room and tie a string to it and tie it across the other hallway. You know what I'm saying? So when he come yeah. across me, me, I'm not have I don't have, you know, enough sense that he's not gonna really trip <laughs> over some dental floss, bruh. Some little string he can't see, it's not that strong, you know, but I'm a kid. What do I know? I'm gonna try it anyway. You know, that movie right there had me doing all type of little things just Did did you get in trouble for any of that? What? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you another one I did. So uh, one instance, bro, I had, you know, my little super soaker water gun. Um, not the super soaker. The super <laughs> soaker, though. <laughs> you know, I had caught my sister in the bathroom, man. She was in there taking a shower. And I, I, I had no idea. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on some 007 type stuff. So I'm going to creep in there. I'm going to shoot the, the, uh, the light out with the water gun. It's going to go black. She ain't going to know what happened, you know, so. What? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, bro. I was just like, shoot the light. Go in there on some 007 stuff. Shoot the light out. It's going to be pitch black. So I sneak in the bathroom. You know, she's in the shower. And what do I see? I look up at the light. <laughs> Squirt it with the water gun. Explodes, bro. Glass shatters Ooh. everywhere. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Loud pop noise, bro. Like, it was oh the scary. God. I wasn't expecting. I was scared for my life. And I knew my mom and my pops was not going to play that. Like I, I was expecting a whooping that day, but yeah, that that movie got me into some trouble. That movie definitely got it. me into some trouble. You made it out safe on that one. I mean, for me, man, like Home Alone was just like I stayed home alone, bro. You feel me? Right. Like as a kid, like it's not like today. Like if you if you just if you were able to understand what not to do and what you could do. Bro, you home alone by six. You feel me? Like, For real. Oh, oh God. So real. like 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 don't get in anything. Here's here's some snacks and don't touch this. Don't touch my, you know, your parents yeah, got certain open the door for nobody. Yeah, for nobody. You feel me? So like I'll watch that movie and be thinking, like, hey, if anybody ever trying to come in, I'm ready. But yeah, realistically, bro. I wasn't. It was a Yeah, rap. you wasn't doing none of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> At least know, it wasn't working, bro. You didn't have paint cans hanging from no. the house when people come to the door. You know what I'm saying? Like No, no, no but but it, it gave you a sense of like hope that you could, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, something right. ever go wrong, I got this. I think also, okay. man, one thing that was really big was a tape recorder he had. And in my mind, I think this is might might be a planted memory. Like, I feel like I had that thing in my mind. Right. Like, I had that as a toy. But looking back, I'm pretty sure my parents didn't buy that for me, bro. <laughs> right. 
You wish about to you spend had, that you money. You had it in your dreams. Bro, I saw that commercial so many times and in my mind, it's like I had like sometimes I look back and I tell my I tell myself, like, no, nah, I've had that toy. And I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, you really didn't. Like you, that's a plan. <laughs> but I th- I think it was just overall like the sense of Christmas. You have to watch it. I bought the Blu-ray version and it came with the little hat, his uh his little uh oh, Christmas hat yeah. with the reindeers. I try to put yeah. it on and my hat's too big for it. But um <laughs> it's just like bro. It's not Christmas unless you watch Home Alone 1 and 2. After that, right. the other ones I don't look at, but Home Alone 1 and 2. 1 and 2, yeah. It's a must-have. Real quick, which one do you prefer? Uh, 2. I think 2 is the one when he went to New York, I think. Yeah, when he met when he met Trump and Trump just let him go as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> the, <laughs> just a kid, you know, by himself, you know, walking yeah, around. When Trump gave him gave him some uh, directions, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you go this way." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's a great film. I think another good like kid movie that we 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 both love, and I think everyone loves, is Sandlot. Man. Oh wow! So, yes, the Sandlot, bro. I I bought I bought a shirt, uh, like a little cartoon shirt with all the characters of the Sandlot members or TV or the movie on there. Uh, I very nostalgic. I think for Take me, man, what 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 make make Sandlock just so perfect? It's like the perfect coming of age story where like that summer, um, and summertime was like everything for you as a kid. You know what I right. mean? You look forward to it. That. It was like freedom, and 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 if you didn't have friends, you 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 missed out on a lot of freedom. And and just in the movie, you see the kid, um, the main character, really being able to find his his group and and right. um and learn the game of baseball. And for us, basketball was that. And right. like, it was just, it, it, it was just to me so much fun, especially, you know, trying to get your first kiss with your crush, which is too old for you. So you fake like you fake you're drowning. <laughs> right, I was like, right. man, <laughs> the tree house, like, man, and, and they're making s'mores and telling stories and forever. My gosh, bruh. Like, it's stuck in your head. That type of stuff stuck in your head, man. Them jumping over the fence trying to get the ball, running from the dog, bruh. You know, barely making it over in the nick of time. Like, who didn't, yeah, who didn't do that? You know, we did that all the time. Yeah, we used to get chased by dogs all the time, especially where we come from. There was people, people would leave their dog. Back in the day, no one worried about leashes. Right. They just was outside, you know, like, man, get your dog, man, get right. your dog, right? I had plenty of so, dogs on my heels, on my bike, man. Trying to get away from them things. Thank God they never caught us, man. And I, I think I think we be we would have to really think about in terms of Sandlot, like the the female version of Sandlot, and we, now and then I think now and then was a great one too. Um, that that really had to come in the age stories for 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 young women, and and I, I actually fell in love with it just seeing like you know the way they grew up and built friendships, just letting you know that's a universal story that uh, no, no matter your race, sex, um, that's just what it is. Um, we all have that. We all need that. We all have to have friendship. Um, and and I I, I, I I like to think like, you know, when, when we talk about, we talked about house party and class act, that kid and play seemingly weren't like the same type of people, man. They were different people. Um, but they were they were perfectly matched as friends, and that's kind of like how we are. Um, we we are uh, on the surface. We're not the you know we're not the same. Um, 
some will call me, a, you know, more squares and some may call you more, you know, uh, how can I say, uh, about that. Life. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know underneath it. I got a little about that life. I hey, mean, you got a little bit hey, of squares. Yeah, because <laughs> we know Brandon is about that life. Okay. <laughs> We don't want to talk too much about these no, things. No. But uh <laughs> not, not at all. But you know. No, no, no. You know, we were kids, um, that's just we were kids, and I think the biggest thing, like, you know, you gotta have that type of friendship, you gotta have friends and and create these memories. And that's why I feel like when I watch those movies, I think of you, bro, because you were my um you've been my age since like day one. Right. Um and I'm not I don't wanna get too uh too fluffy here, but um I think another good movie dealing with friendships and stuff like that, Forrest Gump, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Like, I think, I think Forrest Gump is a straight classic just because it, it just tells you that, it just shows you that no matter where you're born or the dis- disabilities you may have, uh-huh. like, you can overcome, bro. Right. It's like, it's a funny movie, right. um, but it's a serious movie um, in terms of that. It's just, it's crazy when you think about, like, all the great lines, like stupid is, the stupid does. Right, hey. uh, here's my favorite one. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to be. Right, right, right. right. I mean, it's true, man. I remember quoting that all the time, man. And um, But, you know, life, but one thing like good, like if you buy some nice chocolates, they're going to let you know what, what you know, they're going to give you a direction of which chocolate is which. Right. But who reads that? I never read those. I, I look at that, toss out, I'm like, I'm just going to pick some, oh, that looks right. good. Right. <laughs> and hope for the then best. you get the stuff with the cherry filling and that's just disgusting. That <sighs> is gross. That is Oh, uh, man, sometimes, you know, they, you know, sometimes you can get one or two and won't be too bad right. with it, but you can't over, you know, it, yeah, the chocolate feeling sometimes like that would be kind of weird. And that's life, though. That's like, yeah. like, look at, look what Forrest Gumpers did for us, man. We realized, like, that's life. Like, sometimes you just got to go yeah, for it. Yeah, you just got to keep pushing, man. Pick it out. And, and you got, and as a kid, if you pick the wrong chocolate, your mom going to be like, you're going to have to finish right. that. So you got to go through it. It's like, you got to go through it. it. It's nothing but the lessons and and whatnot, man. But so, what's what's your favorite scene? You think for you and Forrest Gump, if you if you have any, it have to be the Bubba. You know him him and Bubba talking about shrimp, man. Shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, brawl it, bake it, saute it. There's um shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp. All them shrimps Bubba had going on on the boat, man. That's my favorite yeah, seafood man. right there. I can't, you know, that's what stick out to me. Coconut. <laughs> tiger shrimp. Yeah, because you was thinking about the- <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, tiger You got shrimp. coconut shrimp? Yeah, like. You got. What? <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't even know all them shrimps existed at the time, man. Bro got a restaurant now. He does? You, the, you never heard of the, uh, the Bubba, uh, Bubba shrimp or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, bro, you're playing. Yeah, they me got. On, they got. Bro. Where is this supposed oh, to be? Oh, they have. They have one in Long Beach in downtown. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out when all this COVID stuff over with. You know, I ain't gonna mess yeah. with it now. But get the co- get that coconut shrimp. You know, that COVID shrimp. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not messing with that. Right. Um, so, so we got. We have to talk about these last two movies because they they really put on for the the uh, urban society. Right. Um, both in the hood. Oh my and, god! And um, 
I think this is this story is is great because although it has violence and although it has once again friendship, although it has all those things happening, um, it tells a, a a real story of what people you know that's living in those communities go through, man, right. and and just trying to come to age. It, it's a coming to age story as well. Right. It's a coming to age story. Just like the Sandlot, the only difference is it's in the middle of you know South Central LA, right? And you got gang members, drug drug dealers. You have, you still have family issues. You still need friendship. Right. You still want to have fun. You still have sports. You still have all these things, but poverty. you still have a lot of debt. Yeah, and poverty yeah. exactly. And um, I know you got a scene you want to talk about that really hits you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Boys in the Hood was one another one of those classic movies, man. Um, one of the scenes that stuck out to me was when, when dude got his ball took, you know, he got his football took. They was just walking through the neighborhood, came across some older dudes from the neighborhood who just wanted to bully, you know? I mean, they, they snatched the ball from, from little dude. And, and the part that got me was when his, his brother got it back from, you know? Um, uh, it's just, it's just one of those moments is like, I can, that, that, that was me, you know? Like let somebody pick on one of my homeboys or my little brother or friends, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for him, you know. So that stuck out to me, man, because like I said, I seen myself in that situation. Uh, he took your ball. I'm a, I'm about to go get that back. I don't care, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, I know. For us, when we used to play ball in the '90s at different uh, parks and stuff like that, we would have to, you know, that was going down. Well, you had to be you had to be tough. Yeah, exactly. And um. You had the older cats who try to bully us, and we couldn't let that happen because if that, you could never come back to play. Right. Bottom right, line. Right. Um, exactly. So, I did, and I've seen so, numerous fights on on the court. You know, so you gotta have that yeah. thick skin. You can't just yeah. let anything go, especially back then. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, hey, real quick. Remember that one? Uh, I don't know. Remember that that white guy that used to play with us? Um, that was really nice. He was older than us, and he used to play at Butterfield and Bear Valley, uh-huh. and he. And he got he, he used to always talk a lot of trash. And he was talking to these black guys that happened to be thugs. He didn't know, I guess. And he was just calling them, talking about their moms, talking about them. Right. Then, then they in the middle of the game, they just switched up real quick. Punched him out. Yeah. Yeah, they punched him out, threw his bike. And I'm like, and he was on my team. I was like, I guess we lost that game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you my teammate, but I don't know you, man. You by yourself on that one, like, bro. Hey, and I've never, I never saw that man again. Right. And yeah, he wasn't coming back to the park. You couldn't come back, man. Why would you come back, bro? They ain't gonna let you play no more. Oh no, who's gonna pick you? Even though he was really nice, really yeah, nice. Right, come on. And the last one is is Friday, so I want to uh, cue this clip for you. I want you to uh, kind of uh, hear this one out, and I think this was um, one of those clips that we all like. I'm Debo. Who? Debo. What's up, y'all? What's up, Red? Thanks for the bike. But you got my 40, homie. I thought you had $200. I do. I want to spend Red's money. I'm broke. Give it up, Red. Come on, Debo. Stall him out. Where you got my 40, homie? I don't have nothing. 
Yeah, you got some. Why you tripping, Debo? Shut up, fuck, I'll knock your ass out. Oh, man, that's messed up. Why don't you give him back his chain? What chain? Yeah, what chain? Hey, man, why y'all didn't help me? And I'm high. Man, that's man, if it was y'all, I would've helped y'all. What about the time you tried to choke me in smoke backyard? Yeah. Oh, that was different. Man, that's jumping. Sit your ass down. Man, I got mind control over Debo. He be like, shut up. I be quiet. But when he leave, I be talking again. Man, my grandmama gave me that chain. I'm tripping hard. Only on people he know. He don't be pulling that shit on them fools around the corner. He gonna cry in the car. Hey, Friday? <laughs> Oh, man. So let me just say this real quick, David. Um, my mom actually went to school with Debo, and she <laughs> said he was super skinny and all that stuff. He went to uh, Compton High. And it's just crazy, man, that, I mean, every neighborhood got somebody who think they Debo. And they think they the hardest crip or hardest blood or hardest person, period. And they invincible in their mind. And Debo really was out here doing terror to the hood, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, well, what's funny? Like, only the people he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and here's a crazy thing to me. Like, like I can't imagine being that fearful of somebody and like he just take your chain and 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 the week before he took your bike and knocked you out in front of your pops and and rolled up to you and told you thanks for the bike, <laughs> man. <laughs> That was crazy. So, so David, tell me why was Debo so ruthless, and what 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 about this movie really stuck out for you, man? Like that really like made this that classic. Bro, I don't know why he was so ruthless, man. I don't know what type of home he grew up in, man. But it it had to be rough because he was just punking everybody. I mean, like, dude was just he just didn't care. He just didn't care, man. But. Friday was another classic movie, man. It had so many parts in that movie, bro, that had me dying. But when he took Red's chain and Red ran back to that car like that, man, did you see how his legs looked? <laughs> like, dude got straight spaghetti legs, man, ran back to his little bucket, man, skirted off. That was the guts, man. That was the guts. My grandma gave me that chain. Yeah, my grandma gave me that chain. Like, bro... You got to do better, man. Like, I couldn't be that that feared of someone, though. Like, not me. Not me, man. Ain't no way you're going to take my bike the week before and then my chain. And then had them jumping, like, dude, just jump. Like, that was hilarious. Hey, but, hey, but David, you know what was crazy, though? Red came up to start roasting Craig about losing his job on his day off. Like, we was watching the video, and that looked like you from behind. You taking those boxes. And you just got knocked out the week before. Your bike was taken from you, and now your chain was taken, and you, and you over here had the nerve 
to try to come roast them. That's the problem with people, man. You 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 getting beat up on. You want to make somebody else feel bad right, too. Right. Craig just lost his. I ain't even look at it like job. that. I ain't even look at it like that, though. That's comedy. And I, the movie never told us if Craig was the one stealing those boxes or not. And why why would you fire somebody for stealing empty boxes? Like what 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 if, if they fire you for that, y'all? That's not a job you want. Right. Bottom line. Right. Um, and I think what else makes it, the movie just hilarious is just like, it's just a movie about really just a day in a life. A right? day in a life. And, and it was. And I think it was just what, one day? One day. One day. One day. And I think what makes it really good as well, though, is that it didn't focus on all the violence. The violence was there, right. the drugs was there, right. but it was just like just living your life, just still trying to have fun, just trying to make it day in and day out. Um, you had Nia Long, you know what I'm saying, in the movie. You had, hey, Miss Parker, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, water in the grass. Um, and as a kid, everybody was like, man, that 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 looks like a pretty cool neighbor, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, hey, for real. <laughs> uh, so I think, and, and the funny thing is Debo got what he deserved. Red got to punch him out after after Craig knocked him out with the brick. And um, he got his chain back. Said, give me back my chain. Yeah. And, and the crazy the crazy thing is, with them snatching that chain like that, I would think the chain wouldn't be able to connect in any part <laughs> around. You got tied in the knot. And, so. Yeah, it's so cold. The people was wearing it. his chain. Man, yeah, that same day he he put the chain on like. Debo really was that person. He's he's robbing people, you know, robbing people, going doing B and E's. Then you're gonna turn, come back to the crime scene with that bike that that isn't his. Yeah, and I think Red Red rolls up, rides off on the bike too at the end. Like like everything came full circle for him um, in that movie. And I think like Chris Tucker did his thing at Smokey. Like you needed him at Smokey. Yeah. And I, don't get me wrong, Friday, Friday the second, the, the the last two was cool. They were good, you know, with Mike Epps. But man, Chris Tucker and the yeah. character Smokey was just like everybody wanted Smokey. I think back it, on the next, one. yeah, man, and and that that movie, I mean, I think really defines the nineties nineties if you're African American in terms of like hood comedies that we didn't have so many. Um, you know, bright spots coming out, but man, that was, it was time not to be so serious and have a good time. And Ice Cube did his thing on that one, man. And I want to switch, I want to switch gears real quick. Uh, And and I know uh, uh, we want to get through these, but I want to talk about TV shows. And I remember, man, on Friday, I don't know if your house was like mine, Mm -hmm. that um, moms wasn't cooking on Friday, bro. It just wasn't happening um, uh, at all. So, we were going to either like make like croissant sandwiches when that was hot in the early nineties, when you, you buy some fresh baked croissants and make it, I used to be like, Oh, I can't wait for those. Mm-hmm. Or the another big one. This is before little Caesars had those $5 specials when little Caesars was a real piece of joy oh, wow. and they had the big foot. Wow. Remember the big foot with the square pieces, yeah, the big old- you know, we'll get, there was six, my parents had six kids. So we'll get that with some soda um, and, and, and stuff like that. My mom used to like, Used to have people over from the church. They'd be in the back doing a little prayer and uh, having a prayer meeting. And I'm 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 young, bro. I'm like first, second grade. And you'll turn on ABC and it'll be TGIF. Oh my man. god! It's Friday. And let me list. Let me just list off some of the ones that I watched real quick. Full House was a must-have. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Family Matters. Okay. okay. And here's the thing about Family Matters, though, David. I wore glasses at that time, David. Uh huh. 
And because of that, my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad would call me Urkel, bro. Uh, and uh, uh, you know how you have, you know, when you, I know Cole, right? You know, fa- family, hey, family, do you Cole? <laughs> so here's the thing, though. It's the thing, man. Like, you know how your parents have you go out and do like do something, like show them you could dance, show them this and that. Yeah. Like after after the dance was over, it'd be like, all right, Brandon, go ahead and show them your Steve Urkel. So oh, I wow. had to be out there like Laura. Uh, be out there on, on some like Laura. I love you. Can I have some cheese? They had me out there doing that. Oh, and, and like God. I was like seven years old, man. Like that scarred me, bro. Bro, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Did you have to pull your pants up too, bro? Yes. Oh wow, wow. (laughs) So okay, okay. So since they had you do Steve, did they ever have you do the um? What what was his other name? Stefan. Yeah. Did you? No, but I felt like Step. I felt like Stefan when I got my contact. You did. (laughs) (laughs) I was a new person. Uh, I was like, leave me alone. Don't. Hey, I, I just went no to the blue machine. It ain't Urkel no more. It's, uh, it's not, no, Stefan. Yeah, hit him with a smooth like, voice, then, um, right? <laughs> yeah, I was getting lower with no problem now. <laughs> but um, then I had, um, the dinosaurs didn't last long, but I just, I, that was just iconic because it was like the family, you, you just think like, not the mama. Right, you know right. that little bit dinosaur baby? Get a little ugly baby, um, man. Here's another one, step by step. I used to love the intros and the intro had them in on a um at like a park and a theme park and they had a roller coasters and all that stuff. I just it was a good another family movie show. I mean we watch and here's one that we both could both can agree on. What boy meets world? Yes, yes. Corey and Topanga. Man, Corey and Topanga. Was, Topa- was Topanga bad? The baddest. Everyone. Had a crush on Topanga. I swear I did. And I got, I met her when I was working at Nordstrom's and I almost lost my mind. I was like, hi, I just want to say thank you for, <laughs> for your, <laughs> for being on Boys Me. It was, it was like she was across, oh. um, across in an, another department. Wow. I went to Manchester's and I went over there and I was like, hey, um, you know, I was about to give it, you know, shoot my shot, but I was like, nah, she ain't ready for all that just yet. So, um, yeah, man. Boy, me were once again friendship and so it was just like the show, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, hang out, hang out with Mr. Cooper. It was yep. just once again African Americans being able to be on like prime time. Sister, sister ended up being on the WB, but started on TGIF. Yeah. Um, sister, sister was cold. That's on um, Netflix now. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I remember that. That was cold to me. Yeah. I used to watch that like crazy. And when Clueless ended up on TV, I used to watch that a little bit too with my sisters and stuff like that. So man, those 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 shows is like TGIF was just like that was a when you see those shows. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, that was just the program to watch. I mean, they had everything on there. They had everything on there. Like you couldn't go wrong with TGIF at all. Like we need that now. We need those type of programs now to give us, especially during this quarantine, man. You know, it's, that's all we got is TV shows and movies to watch. So bring that back. Yeah, and it was great because it was it's a it was a family night. So right. it was all about family family programming, and that's what I mean. Just wholesome fun, and it was just like man. And I, and I I do appreciate some of the diversity they had. It could have more, but I mean, you know, with family members and hanging with Mr. Cooper's sister, stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was good that we had, um, we had some diversity, you know what I mean? And, um, 
Um, I'm I'm happy about that. And I think I want to play play quickly for you, David. A a, a quick like clip or some uh, clip or something. See if you remember this. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Man, you're trying to take me back, back, ain't you? <laughs> Man, that's, are you afraid of the dark? My God, like, are you afraid of the dark? When I say was the coldest kids show out, I mean that. Everyone that grew up in the 90s, take yourself back to that to that night. I think it was Friday nights, wasn't it? Um so after so. the the wholesome fun, the TGIF, all that stuff, you're gonna turn to Nickelodeon. You're gonna right. go to your room because you've got a TV in your room <laughs> finally that might have cable, hopefully. And you're gonna you're gonna turn the lights off and you're gonna try to be strong enough to watch the show by yourself at night. That's what Are You Afraid of the Dark was right. for me, bro. <laughs> like it was everything. Exactly. And, exactly. And to be honest with you, man. I fooled around and bought the Are You Afraid of Dark series digitally, and I still watch those here and there. My wife is like, you're a kid for that. I was like, you don't understand what this show... It was like... And I like the Twilight Zone now, so it was the Twilight Zone for kids, man. And um, Right, right, right. And I think like... I never think of... I, and I think about some of the shows they had, and one of them, um, the tale of the old, old, old man Cochran, and... um. So I'm going to place it for you. We could go back and forth on this, but like for you guys who haven't seen this episode, it was these two African-American kids that moved from the, like, you know, the harder part of town to like a nice area. And they trying to make new friends. They playing with super soakers outside with their little Charles Barkley Nikes on, they running around and all of a sudden like four or five white kids show up on bikes. and was like, what's up? It was like, okay. And, um, uh, and and the, they was like, we're not, what's up? We're from the other side of town, trying to act like they super tough. And they was like, well, if you're so tough, come play with us. It was like, bro, we're good. They came back again and they ended up playing with them. They played um, hide and seek, but in a cemetery. And they was telling them about this dude named Old Man Cochran that could hurt kids and all this crazy stuff. So they they ran into him. And they end up like, you know, leaving the leaving it. And the next day, the, the white kids was like, hey, Why'd you guys leave? You were too afraid. All right, we're not afraid of anything. We're gonna come back, right? They come back, and and Dave, I'll let you take it from here, man. What happened, bro? Bro, they hit that cemetery, man. They ran into old man uh, Cochran, and um, they they was told all type of stories. Like, yeah, he he's the uh, the grounds man, and he's dead, and he. He cuts kids' hands off for stealing or whatnot with this axe that he has. So the boys, the black kids, they went back to the graveyard to, to play hide and go seek, you know, uh, with other kids. And they come across the harmonica, I believe. I believe mm-hmm. it was harmonica. It was some yeah. type of thing that that dude had. Yeah, and um, they found it and they took it. They stole it. And when they stole it, they, I guess, the ghost came back or old man Cochran came back walking around, you know, looking for him or whatnot. And, and as they're running through the graveyard, they come across their friends who invited them to play. Now, mind you, all the friends, they hiding in graves, you know, in, in the cemetery, they hiding in the graveyard. 
So they like, man, what you what you doing in here? Like, come jump in, hide with us. No, I'm good. They like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm cool. We we about to get on out of here. We keep saying, oh man, Cochran walking around. We gotta go. So um, eventually, old man Cochran comes, grabs him on the shoulder, and takes his harmonica back and like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And they like, man, uh, we was just playing hide and go seek with our friends, you know, with uh Timmy and 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 Jessica. Yeah. You know, I'm just making up names or whatnot. And uh, dude said, man, how are you playing hide and go seek? Those kids are dead. I buried, I, I dug those graves myself. Man. He's like, man, you looking like you seen the ghost. And sure enough, one of the kids, little black kid turned around, he looked at the headstone. It's one of the kids they've been playing That wasn't with. there before. So the whole time, that wasn't there before, bro. So the whole time, the kids is ghosts. They dead already. Man. Man, that must have been the eeriest show I ever and, watched. And I think, kid, man, man like, I think another one I I just want to throw out there real quick is um I I know we, we were talking about like the uh, the twins uh, T and Tamara was on the uh, the communion one, but another one just came to head, and this is right off top is the phone police. I don't know if you saw this one, but the phone police was like if it was an episode where if um if you kept making prank calls, the phone police would get you and lock you up forever, and and all of a sudden when this happened to this kid. Um, his friend, his friend saw it happen. His friend tried to go back to his house and his sister didn't know him or didn't remember him or anything. Forgot. It was like, who's that? I don't know who that is. So everyone forgot about his friend, Jimmy and his friend, Jimmy was in phone jail. So he tried to, he broke him out. He got out and they were getting chased the whole time. And I was afraid cause I used to do prank calls, bro. You did them with me too. And I'm like, man, I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking to myself like, man, the phone police is after me. My cousin would do phone uh, uh, you know, a little, a different little um phone jokes all the time and pranks, and you know, joke around, call nine one, all this crazy stuff, man. As kids, and I was no business no doing, business. you know, I'm kidding. And after seeing that episode, I was, I was like, I'm not picking up the phone or doing that ever again. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah, that shows the truth, man. It, it it truly had me scared as a kid, man. Like like you said, trying to watch it at night. If you can watch you it really? at night, you was you was that man. You was. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna get through this fear. I'm gonna watch me a full episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, and I, night. I feel like that no. was like tell for the crib for the for the kids because I remember that show was hot then too, and I couldn't mess with that at all. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. But, yeah, yeah, but you, yeah. Crib keeper and all. But that. Are you afraid yeah. of the dark? Like I got through. I got through some nights the whole night watching it, and I felt like I felt thorough. Like you couldn't tell me anything. The next day, I wake up with a chip on my shoulder. Like yeah, I just watch Are You Afraid of the Dark all night. So yeah, what, what, yeah, what I'm not afraid you know? of anything. I can walk through the dark. I'm not afraid. I'm not. But re- reality, I'll go to bed, covers over my head, facing the wall, and just praying like Jesus. Oh me, oh me, <laughs> oh me. Pitch black, and then you just start feeling like something creeping up on you or touching up on you. Like, yeah, well, I'm not. you you find your relationship real close with God after watching. Are you afraid of dark? Right. <laughs> Another one, man, that Nick had, man, that Nickelodeon had, that was like a straight classic for us. Had to be, bro. All that. And me oh, and you yeah. went to go see all that. And, you know, the funny thing was when they filmed, we used to think they filmed one episode and that's it. They would film like a thousand different sketches to go on each episode. So yeah. it wasn't like a full in piece episode. Then they'll film like two musical guests. And when we went, they had 98 degrees and they had um, 112. So <laughs> David, this is the same trip that David Aliyup, my first real like, you know, 
kiss, kiss, kiss. You know what I mean? Ali ooped it. Then he turned around and ha- and got his own Ali for himself with the same girl. Um, but he, but nobody, no somebody, somebody else pulled like, yeah, David, how about you kiss her? Like, dang y'all, y'all know me and him friends. Why y'all gonna do that? So kids is cruel, man. We were in like seventh grade. I thought I was cool. I had like this little. It wasn't a hockey jersey, but it was like a hockey jersey from like I think it was like a Fubu one or something like that. It was like blue, black, and and like white. And you know, I, I had my jeans on. My I didn't have a fresh cut because back in the day, kids didn't get fresh cuts every two weeks, man. You you your parents take you maybe nah. once a month if you lucky, bro. Oh, God. So <laughs> yeah, that that line would be out of order. <laughs> Child know? abuse on that. I call, I wanted to call the hotline. Oh, my so God. we went and um we remember we stopped at McDonald's. I had the I, I had the um quarter pounder um and we were yeah. I remember because you put me on. He's like, man, get the quarter pounder. I'm like. I was going to get the big bag. No, the quarter pounder. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it was about like field trips and, and, and stopping to get somewhere to eat, bro. It just felt like felt good. Yeah. I'm grown, you know, I'm, I'm going to get what I want. So, so shit, I used to splurge on, on those types of yeah, trips. So we, we, yeah. Quarter pounder. Big I pushed straight to the front for uh, the uh, musician thing. And after, after the first one, I was supposed to go back to the, like the second, like second or third row. I hid and stayed in the front. So I was so close. I remember I touched like Slim's uh, shell toe Adidas. And I remember looking back at you like, hey, bro, I just touched his Adidas, bro. I just touched his Adidas. He's like, what? What? You did? Like, we were such little kids, bro. Like, like, you know what I mean? This is like seventh grade. That was a big 99, thing. I think it was. That was a- and um, I just, all that was just like, it was SNL for kids. It was just like everything that was weird and funny. Like you got to see Keenan and Kel. And I know one of your favorite sketches was like uh was a uh, Good Burger. I know you used to like Good Burger and you you like mm-hmm. you used to like the show Ken and Kel you loved. What was your favorite soda, bro, growing up? Man, orange soda. Orange crush, bro. And and I can't say it was all uh, you know, Ken and Kel that 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 made me love orange soda, but I felt like he knew what kids liked, you know, cuz that was us in in a, in a way back then. Um I thought I could be them. I thought I could be on Nickelodeon and be an actor, you know, just oh, watching God. them do their thing back then. Like, the personality, personalities they had, I felt yeah. like I had. Like, I can be funny. Me and you was hilarious, you know? We yeah, still are. man. But, like, man, that show, yeah, it was just, it was excellent, bro. I mean, it just had so many different types of people on that show and so many just different things going on like it was just funny it was excellent it was similar it was similar to the show they had back in the day when they used to slime i forget the name of the show on nickelodeon they used to slime kids and stuff like that they had something similar to that that Uh, that was from canada as well yeah but all that was just like you know you got the tlc on the theme song all that this is all that Uh, all right that's not (laughs) but we yeah, don't do it, don't, don't do it don't to do it. him. But we had like that show, like you you could literally sit there and just like felt like kids was in control of the show. They did things that we thought was funny from the good burger, from um from um um Kale being whoever crazy on the show, Keenan being, you know, the the straight lace guy on the show. It was just it was a really good show. Um and I think all kids that grew up in the nineties, that was just like something you had to tune in on Nick. And and speaking about the on Nick, another one before we move out of Nick and into our last two episode shows is Doug. Doug, man. Do, do, 
Hey, that was my that was my and, show right there. I think man. I think Doug he did something for um all of us. It's like he used his imagination to like live life, you know what I mean? And it was like it it kind of forced yeah. you to like, okay, I, I can have he had the bully, but he always would overcome the bully. He had that big crush on on a girl, like everybody, you know, everyone has Patty Mayonnaise. Oh, everybody had a pat everybody Patty had a Patty Mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> everyone had like from Wonder Years, their little girl like that on, on the Wonder Years as well. Um so true, that was just true. like what it was, like, you know, um just to have that one crush that you you want to say something to, and you, you one of these days you feel like you're gonna like get big and bag and do it. I and mean, we all had that, and we all had the moment when you finally did it. And I, I did once, as we was talking about the other night, and the girl said yes to me, y'all. Yeah. I was like, yes, you know what I mean. I was all happy, bro. Two days later, she broke <laughs> up with me and told me uh, her parents didn't want her dating anybody else. The next day, she had a new boyfriend, y'all. Like. Hurt, bro. Hey, David, I was so sick. You remember that, bro? I was sick for like. I, I know. Like, yeah, he. Hey, y'all, he was, he was down in the dumps on that one, man. I mean, I had to break my boy up on that one, but man. like, it, it's plenty of fish in this. Yeah, it's, it's plenty. But it, but you know, I learned from that, David. I learned that. like Doug, like you got to take huh. your shot, and I, I mean, you got to take your shot. And I think he had Skeeter. Skeeter kind of yeah. kept pushing him, and you was my Skeeter. But you know you. <laughs> you got you got a skeeter lick on you, bro. So uh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think like Doug, like it was just funny, especially with the ice cream man and all it was just so much going on in that show that that made you feel like, man, this is this is cool. It was just funny, but it was like life stories. And, right. I, and I mean Nick really had some classics, man. They had the Rugrats. I they mean, did. you know, the list goes on. And I think some cartoons that kind of get like lost is like Captain Planet. Remember Captain Planet? Um Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. The, the, the Planet. We need that show, bro. We need that show like that today. Like, cause the environmental um like side of that show really got kids thinking like, I need to recycle, I need to take care of earth, I need to take care of water, this, that. And it's like the yeah. five rings will get yeah. together and will save the earth because of oil spill or something like that. And yeah, exactly. And it was like, they were trying to put that in our mind back then. But um, I think another one that get lost before we get into our two major, major ones is uh, from, I think it was on Nickelodeon too. My brother and me, my yeah. brother and me. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an excellent show, man. It didn't last um, long though. It was like a couple, Nah, maybe, maybe a season or two and uh, the what and I, we were in elementary school when that show was hot and i remember every time and to this day every time i spell the word ugly i sing the song U G L Y. you ain't got no <laughs> alibi you ugly yeah yeah you, you like, uh-huh. like <laughs> you ugly. it was just yeah. like i always wanted a little brother you know i never had one so i always wanted a little brother and that's what's like. That's what really right. was like, man. That's cool. And I wanted a relationship like that with my big brother. I didn't. I didn't have that because my big brothers are older than me. So um, that was right. just like. That's why I really liked that show. Like I really tuned into that show because I was like, man, uh, that'd be cool if I if I had that you know type of brotherly bond with my uh, either a younger brother What's or up? older brother, yeah. what have you. But yeah, that's how it should be. I mean, he took care of his little brother. I mean, you know, from him and his homeboy wasn't his boy named yeah, uh, Goo. Yeah, he was hilarious. <laughs> He had the little goo wop song yeah, or a goo. <laughs> I forgot how it went, but dude was crazy. He he had a smart mouth too. He had a real smart yeah, mouth. Yeah, and, and I got one more. We got a couple more. I want I want to talk about, bro. I want to show you this clip. I want to talk about the Fresh Prince. And I want to show you a clip 
from the Fresh Prince real quick. Will, I'm glad you're here. Um, some business came up I gotta handle. So we're gonna have to put a, our trip on hold. You understand? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Just, just for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little longer. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron out the details, okay? Yeah, yeah. It was great seeing you, son. You too, Lou. Yeah, um... I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> you know what? Actually, this works out better for me. You know, the Slimmies of Summer come to class wearing next to nothing. You know what I'm Will, saying? Will, it's all right to be angry. Hey, why should I be mad? I'm saying at least he said goodbye this time. I just wish I hadn't wasted my money buying this stupid present. I'm sorry. I, you know, if there was something that I hey, could Hey, you know do. what? You ain't got to do no, nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at it, too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Did. Got through my first day without him, right? Mm -hmm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. To hell with him! I ain't need him then, and I don't need him now. Will. Now, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm going to get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. How come he don't want me, man? David, tell us why 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 was that that clip like you know that show? I know that was one of your episodes. So talk to me, man. Yeah, so man, that episode right there just it's it's like it's unfortunate that like a lot of African Americans and uh, we have to go through you know not having our father in our lives. It's it's something a lot of kids go through you know at a young age or whatnot. Um, I was fortunate to have my father in my life. Um, you know, he drove trucks. He did it for 20 some odd years, but he was there. I mean, he would be gone, you know, days, weeks at a time, but he was there. Um, so I, I think like when I was like, when I was a kid younger watching that, I fully didn't really understand it. Like, you know, I was, I was fortunate. I had my pops there, you know, it was just a, another episode yet. Yeah, it, it probably made me sad at the moment, but you know, now when I go back or, and watch it, like, as you just replayed it, bro, that it just hit different, you know, uh, I became a father this year, you know, February 17th, 2020. So like, just imagine it, like me not being in my son's life, bro. It just, it's like, I can't, you know, like I, I can't be that father, not, not wanting to be there for my son. You know, I want to be there when he makes his first steps and he starts talking or them, those teeth grow in or whatnot. So, so seeing that, bro, it, it, it saddens me, bro. Like, it's, it's just hard, bro. I'm like, dang, you know, like that's tough. Yeah, it has to be tough, you know. So I mean, and that 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 episode right there just it just really hit, especially now. It's like 
I want to be in my son's life. Uh, I never abandoned my child, you know, and seeing Will go through that, bro, it was just like, uh, he really did that. It felt like he was actually going through that. Like he wasn't acting in that part. Like, <laughs> like he felt that pain, bro. So that was just a touching, you know, episode yeah. to even like and watch, Will, man. Will Smith tough. credits that scene to like when he really got his, his acting chops. And for me, man, um, just watching it, just like, cause in the show, my, you know, Miles, that the guy who played Miles on Moesha, he's actually in the show too. And they were at, um, they're at like, okay. a, like a game place, and they were just trying to relive some of his childhood, having fun. And his dad was shooting hoops, like to to win a prize for Will. And and when the kid was like, "Hey, he's pretty good," he's like, "Yeah, that's my dad." You know what I'm saying? You could see in his eyes, like he oh, longed yeah. for that father and son relationship. And even at the end, when he was just saying, "I did right. all this stuff by myself," but then he broke down and said, like, why don't he want me, right? And, and I think this this episode right. really shows you, like, the importance of Uncle Phil. Because throughout this episode, like, him and Will got into right. it, and, and, and Will was like, um, you're not my dad. And, and 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 that hurt Uncle Phil because Uncle Phil was, like, thinking he, he, he just started neglecting some things because he was just like, man, I really, like, treated this kid like he was my son for these last four or five years. And right. uh, you understand. And you understand right. when you watch, you know, Fresh Prince of Fresh Prince, is it was like a real family. And Uncle Phil was the best, best father on TV, hands down to me, because he was firm, firm, but like fair. Right. He always had the great, like fatherly advice that he gave Will Carlton. Right. And um, and he was rich. All that, bro. So he was like the perfect, he perfect was dad. He's a lawyer that became a judge, hardworking. Um uh-huh. And like, bro, he's like the 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 model dad, you know what I mean, when you think about it. And you know, when mm-hmm. I think of the Fresh Prince, another episode I think about is like the ethnic tip. It's it's about when when Will got was getting the F in uh in history and he and he was trying to make them sign it undercover, mm-hmm. like, oh sign it. I'm tell I'm trying to figure out about different people's signatures and handwriting. So he was trying to get them to sign without them knowing that he had an F in class. Then Carlton, like always, came in and, and snitched on him. And one thing about Carlton, man. Um, he was this straight guy, but he was the, 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 when I say straight, like the, the funny, the funny guy that kept a straight face and he need Will and Carlton needed each other. They played off each other. They were opposites, but they needed to, they each brought yeah. the best out of each other. You know, Will brought the fun side out of Carlton. Carlton brought out like the serious, take care of business. Carlton was a, you know, a young right. black Republican, you know what I mean? So, um, right, they, they right. were perfect for each other. And, um, Will was fighting like we need to have you know more more classes about you know African American studies and I'm an ethnic studies teacher now and I fought for that in my school district and he went to the school board and right. the or the the actual the the committee at the school and with his aunt um, aunt Vib and was able to to get it implemented but when it got implemented she ended up being a teacher and um and she started to expect a lot out of him and he Will at first thinking since he was black he's going to know everything. And bro was get right. bro came in without being humble and really like trying to learn. And all the white kids that he thought that was like rich and white that didn't know anything, they started excelling and loved the class. They were like over achieving. One of them came with a dashiki. Hey, one of them right. came with a dashiki on. The other one was talking about, hey man, where's my jet magazine? Like, oh, I, I got my uh, <laughs> I got my own subscription. Like it was like serious. They 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 coming over the house to sing Negro spirituals. Like they take it. Like wow. serious, and Will and Carlton was just like, bro, we got to get your your mom like out of here, and all the kids. Out of here. <laughs> and my favorite part is at the end, they needed 150 signatures to keep her, and they had 148, and there was like, um, Professor Banks, we thought it would be best if we it'd be fitting if 
if Will and Carlton was signed to put, put us over the top. Yeah, they like clapping their hands and they were fighting, going back and forth. It was like, you signed it. That's your mom. Oh, no, Will, this, this class was your idea. And she just figured like, oh, y'all don't really want me. And they got home and, and was like, she had that conversation. It was like, you know, you just want to, you just want to like know the pop culture about black history. Like he was all into Malcolm X and only he read, I read the, the autobiography of Malcolm X three times. She's like, what about all the other history? You know what I mean? Um, right, and, right, um, right, right. And that really, that really kind of stuck with me. Then at the end, my favorite quote is shown. At, my, this is my favorite quote about education. Education is a passport for, to the future, and the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. That's from Malcolm X. And that was the last thing, last part of that, that episode they showed. So that episode really touched me personally in, in like what I'm doing. Right. And I just feel, I just feel right. like um, another thing about Carlton, here's a funny story, bro. I used to, when I used to work at Nordstrom's, the older white lady, Ladies were like, um, they kept looking at me and smiling. I'm like, I'm like, can I help you, ladies? You know, and and they was like, we were just saying to each other that we thought you looked like Carlton. I said, what the? Oh, <laughs> uh, you probably because listen, <laughs> you probably felt some type of way there. Like, what you man. talking about, right? And and I'm thinking, yeah, all the reason you're saying that is because I have a, a suit on. And I didn't, have, I didn't know I wasn't wearing glasses at the time. I had a suit on. And I'm like, y'all just saying that because I'm black and I'm well-dressed. Like, what? Yeah. Right. polite because yeah. you, you know, you don't. Job. So, yeah, <laughs> I, that kind of hit me, man. Yeah. But I think, like, out of all the shows, that just showed, like, a real family. Like, we all know a family who brought their cousin in or something like that and um, and built right. that fa- familyhood. And, and, you know, it was like. Like Uncle Phil was that guy who literally like took Will from being the knucklehead that had to be kicked out of Philly to become an upstanding young man that's, you know, getting that was supposed to get married, all that stuff. And like by the end of the show, you just see like the growth in and Will exactly. because of just being in that family. And I think the biggest thing is is uh, is nurture over nature. Like it, it's not about where you're born. It's about how you're raised and who who's like nurturing you. And that, I think that show really does a really good job. And another great move show. And this is an, another bad boy. Cause remember, remember Will was a bad boy. Oh man. Oh man. I think I know where you're going. With Martin. This. I think I know where you <laughs> Yes. So, so talk to yes. me, David. Before we get into favorite episodes <laughs> and all that stuff, who is your favorite character? Real quick. Yeah. Oh, Martin? Character or... Besides yeah, Martin? Mar- or, um, that Besides he played? Martin, it could be anybody. It could be who he played or someone else. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I mean, that's a good one, man. They're all like great actors and they all did their thing. Um, uh, man, it's, you got... Cole, you know, Cole is a fool, man. He had no sense at all. Cole Brown, his little yeah. pacer. Uh, he was one of my favorite characters. Um, Bruh Man from the fifth oh, row. He was one of my favorite characters. Hustle Man was really good, too. I really enjoyed Hustle Man when he came on the show, yeah. Tracy Morgan, because he did his thing. He he had, He's coming out the jacket, out the woodworks with all type of stuff, trying chicken, hey. pigeons. And like I can say this, I think every every time he came on, he stole the scene. Like he stole the scene. Like, like I remember with the pizza, um, when um when Tommy and um when, when they thought Tommy was stealing, because Tommy don't Tommy don't got no job, man. So and 
and and hustle man came to the door trying to sell pizza like for 15 dollars chief so and martin was like man get on with that then uh tom was like i'm gonna help a brother out i think this is like one of the first episodes that uh that hustle man was on then hustle man like yeah 15 he gave him 15 dollars then he slid him uh a little personal size pizza for 15 like thanks chief you know <laughs> and he got off and yeah. but it, martin was tripping because he had that big knot of money but Hustle man, man, even with the pigeons that was chickens, like, yeah, I like to keep it in like uh, pork and beans and let, let it marinate. Yeah, pork and beans. Marinate <laughs> overnight, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he always uh-huh. has something going on, oh, man. man. I like, bro, honestly, I like in terms of Martin characters, all his characters that he played was amazing. But I really like Dragon, uh, Dragonfly Jones. And one of the parts, of, one of the ones I really liked was like when he was at the ATM machine and he was about to start walking and the guy, the guy who kept beating him, like he supposed to be like a black belt and everything. He's supposed to be the sensei, the master that he was about to walk off and the dude stopped him in the middle of walking and stopped his army. And he kept trying like, huh, huh, like, oh, chop, you <laughs> yeah. want to get beat up, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he beat so that dude beat up Dragonfly Jones and took his money off out of his uh out of his pocket from the ATM. And it was just like, man, Martin was that one of those shows like physical comedy, the different type of characters, the friendships, the uh just like him playing so many different characters from his mother all the way into Otis, um playing the little yeah. kid with the, the snotty boy. nose. Um, and I'm like, he, <laughs> yeah. he he showed up to Martin House, to Gina House. Like, bro, where, like, who is this kid, right? So, like, he was everywhere. And I think, I mean, and Martin and Gina, like, the love connection they had until the end, of course, until you know what happens on the show. Um, but I, I really think that, like, when I think of 90s shows, man, Martin is up there. Like, to me, that's my favorite 90s show, personally. And it's it's still get it's still getting played over and over again. I, it, it really showed us like Martin as a star. And you know they both did something really smart. They both made sure their characters were named after them their own personal names, um, first names. Martin and Will and and, and, and Will and Will Smith case the whole name because you know when you play characters like that, people will remember you from that character and that name. So they made people remember their names based off of you know that show. And I think they did a great job on that. And I think like man. Like on the two episodes, some episodes that I really, really like, my favorite, I'll let you tell you, tell us your favorite. My favorite has to be hands down is the Halloween special, the first one. Uh, when Tommy, Tommy got possessed and, and, um, and Martin got afraid, they played the biggest trick on him and, and, and they had to get back to Mark, get back, get Martin back. It was just hilarious just to see like the, the progression of what Martin was doing, like how he was going to interact and react to this ghost and th- that his, uh, his apartment being haunted. And it was just like, man, it was, it was hilarious. And I think it was one of those Halloween specials that I have to watch every year too. Um, what was your, what was your, yeah. what was your favorite? Uh, let me see. One of my favorite Martin episodes, uh, it'll probably be the marriage counseling. Uh, Couples, I, I forgot the name of the couples episode. Retreat. But you know, yeah, yeah. When um, they was having their, their issues and I think Jordan was coming mm-hmm. back that day and Martin didn't want to go out there to get the counseling, but Gina forced him to go and he acted a fool there. You know, he, he was not with the, with the pow, the sitting of the powwows, just talking about relationships. Now, Gina was acting a fool too. Remember, she got, she got placed in timeout too. That's because she seen Martin wasn't serious and Martin was playing around with her like that. So she had to get him back. 
But with them going back and forth and Gina making fun of the other couples there and Martin telling on her, that had to be some of the funniest stuff. Because what, what, what the pastor say, to the angry corner, <laughs> send them to the angry corner. You know what I'm saying? They had to send in like a kid, yeah, man. man. Head turned in the corner. That, that had to be one of my favorite episodes, man. Um, that, uh, I think we talked about uh, the New oh, Jack City man, one. The New Jack City one. It's just funny because he had that fake, that fake. And the funny thing is, Martin was supposed to actually be on New Jack City. He was supposed to play uh, Chris Rock uh, spot, but something happened like um, uh, Robin, what, what's his name from uh, Kid and Play? Robin Harris. Robin Harris, uh, from House Party, he, he yeah, passed yeah, away, yeah. and that was like his mentor. And he was just in the funk. He, he said he was, yeah, he was in the funk for a couple months, and he just told them they, they're going to hold it for him. He just told them, just move on, and I'm good. So Chris Rock ended up playing it. But man, when he did the New Jack City, and he had the fake Rockweiler, and uh, he was like, "Sit down, Cole, before I turn you turn your five dollars into change." <laughs> it was just her, bro, yeah. with the turtleneck, bro, and the, and you, the little fake gold chain. It's like, man, Martin had that 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 just the scene that that whole episode when he thought someone stole his stuff. It was just like, man, that whole that whole episode was hilarious, man. It was. Yeah, I, I like I like the way how he controlled that yeah. dog. Though. Like, why are you grabbing that fake dog <laughs> like that, man? Talking about sit, sit, and he fall over. And lay, yeah. lay. <laughs> like that was too funny, man. That was too funny. Um, let me see. It's just, hey, what did you think about um, his style? You know, the style that that Martin. I had think on that I show. think Martin was fresh, bro. He was cold. He stayed with pair of Jordans on. He yeah. stayed with like whatever was hot. And he had everybody on that show too. He had Biggie on that show too. Fresh Prince had everybody on the show too. Don't right. get me wrong. That Fresh Prince had BBD, um, right. Tyra Banks, all that. Nina Lone, Martin had all the all, all the all the musical yeah. guests. They, those two was really bringing like hip hop culture to the forefront in the '90s, and that's why hip hop is where it is today because they really were like pushing that on like like mainstream TV and. Martin stayed fresh with the leather suits or the jumpsuits. Um, I mean, man, it's just time with silk shirts. Like, I mean, yeah, bro. Yeah. And I, I think that what's up. Okay. Uh, now nah, we just, since we was on a little whole little style thing and, and or whatnot that, that Martin got going on. I got a question for you. All right. So do you think, Martin deserves a Jordan collab. And if he does, what Jordan do you see best fit that he should, he would come out? That's and drop? easy for me. That's an absolute. Yes. I know Will got his fresh Prince fives because he wore those in the first season a whole lot. And he wore, he wore like the nines, the seven. He wore a lot on his show too. So he definitely deserve them. Martin wore them all the time too. And the one pair that I really think he deserves are the 12s the because uh, he i think it was the taxis he gave away to a kid um yeah you know I mean? yeah 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 he sure did he should he sure did give away those, t- those 12 and that one taxis, hit because i was like man i wish somebody would give me a pair of droids like that and you know and the funny thing is like the kid couldn't the kid couldn't fit those shoes anyways but it was just like the thought that count like man here's these brand new Jordans i was about to put on but you can have them you know what i mean so uh so yeah man i i would I would say those. Those would be the ones he deserves. The 12s. 
Would it be that color? That same I, color I, in there? Or no, it would have it to be, has to be his own. And I think he I think he would have to do like a Martin color one colorway from the show mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I think it would have to right, be his right. own version. But uh those should the nickname of those should be changed to the Martin Twelves. So or just for just like you know how all Jordans have little nicknames, like the he got games and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So Right, right, exactly, exactly. The Marty yeah, Mars so, or something. But if if I was to see Martin, you know, drop a Jordan or do a Jordan collab, I would probably want to see the tens. I think I've seen him in tens in like numerous episodes, especially and I I think for I think he had him on in that episode with the yeah, Mary I think he did. too. But there were a different colorway that I haven't seen like re-released. I don't know if it was a army green looking color or maybe it was tan. I think they do have yeah. a tan color colorway out, but yeah, those those for sure, like I would like to see. Cause I think he had a whole denim outfit, and it was crazy because he had a denim outfit with a on. Like it matched perfectly. I don't know how, but it, it went perfect with what he had, man. So it was just something I thought of, man. Like you know, I would like to see. I mean, Fresh Prince got his, like you said. I would like to see, you know, Martin get some, you know, pay homage to to the show and to, you know the accolades. He can yeah, definitely. And I I know we're coming to the end of our conversation, but I, I would like to think of like. You know, this is hopefully this won't be our last conversation about the 90s, but I think it's really important for us to like show homage to that to that decade and everyone's being so nostalgic and stuff like that. And one one show I just want to bring up before we leave, we want to talk about much is just like, you know, Living Single was friends before friends and it didn't get to just do that deserve. And I know you used to watch that all the time. I used to watch it all the time and shows like that just showed African-Americans and and very prominent places. Um, and, you know, I, I talked about before on one of my shows, uh, a different world that started in the eighties and ended in the early nineties. That was one of my shows too. So there was a lot of good TV in the nineties. Moesha, Moesha, when it came on Netflix, I walked, I watched every single episode all the way to the end, like in like a week, bro. And it would just make me sad how the show ended the, we deserved another season and God rest, uh, Hakeem, uh, the, the fellow who played Hakeem. Um, so that show, that show was just like, bro, that was one of the best shows on TV. And Moesha was like, Moesha was, was a spoiled little brat that always got her way. And, but her dad was solid. It was just like, man, this is what it's like having a daughter. But, um, yeah, man, thank you for, thank you for joining me, David. Appreciate you, man. And, uh, yeah, man. It was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me on here. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, continue to drop that hot content, you know, giving us that information we need, man. I look forward to talking to you again. Welcome to another Be Inspired moment. And I want to think about this for a second. Work hard in silence. Let success make the noise. Sometimes we work so hard to be recognized by others that we never recognize the success we have. And sometimes we have to understand that we need to achieve our goals in silence where we don't have to wait for someone to recognize or pat us on the back or what are, or worry about if anyone sees what you're doing. Are you going to get the recognition for what you're doing? And I truly believe it's not about the recognition, it's about the outcome. It's about the process. It's about the work you put in. So understand, even if no one's giving you a high five or no one's telling you how great you are, recognize you've been putting in that work. You've been grinding in silence. And sooner or later, they're going to stop asking you why you're doing it. And they're going to be asking you how you've done it. Thank you. For my final thought, I just want to say, hopefully you enjoyed our conversation. It was a candid one and one that was meant to have fun. 
And so much is going on in America today and in the world that I think we all could spend some time and be a little nostalgic and look back at some of the great times we've had and some of the great movies and television that really shape our lives. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Please, please, please come back to the second season. Start next week. Have a great one. And remember, there's no bad days, only bad moments. You decide. So decide to have a great one. God bless. Yeah, we came a long way. That's what the song said. And I could do all things. I could do all things. Yeah, I could do all things. Yeah, yeah.